What is going on, everyone? Welcome to the Fit, Healthy, and Happy podcast. I am your host and coach, Josh, here with my co-host and coach. KG in the house, and I'm fired up, baby. It's Mailbox Monday. We're always fired up, and the caffeine is back. Let's let's talk about that. We, we mentioned we would actually bring that up. Did you yeah. Uh, survive? Yeah, um, I survived. I did it. Seven full days, 168 hours with zero caffeine. You know, I did make a mistake on the first day of having a decaf coffee because I thought it was like, nothing but then it ends up being like eight milligrams or something so i did make that mistake but i I know it did nothing aside from giving me a placebo but i survived you know day one was hectic every day got better and better and i felt the need to depend on it way less it actually felt really good by the end of it i was like not thinking about it i wasn't like running right to the coffee machine when i woke up you know i definitely don't regret adding it back into my life for this first week um but it was a cool process just to be able to say hey i did it a full week with zero caffeine after six years of having caffeine every single day religiously. I don't think I've ever taken a day off. And that's what it's all about. Like just these new fun challenges. Like we've been having so much fun with it and uh, we want you to all take part in them as well. And that's insane. You know, knowing that Kyle is six years, I was probably over 10 years. Yeah. Uh, like it was insane. Like, and once again, I've always been very critical of my relationship with caffeine as, as Kyle, you know, we have our phases where we go, ah, we're going a little bit too crazy. Let's pull it back. You know, like I've gone down to about a cup a day, something like that. But, you know, I've never fully cut it out. And, you know, as I said, I'm not sure, you know, hopefully everyone's listened to all these episodes. But, you know, two weeks ago when it kind of came up, I'm like, I'm going to do it. You know, I got to challenge myself here. And that was really big and scary for me. And, you know, in retrospect, I'm so thankful I did it. And it really gave me the mental fortitude. And it gave me a clear idea of what caffeine is to me. As silly as it sounds, if you don't drink coffee, you're probably like, these guys are nuts. You know, they're talking about caffeine like it's their best friend. But, you know... I analyzed it and I thought I, you know, midway through, I'm like, oh, this is actually pretty good. Maybe I'll actually not have caffeine anymore. But, you know, I found myself once I completed it, I'm like, no, like, and even Kyle said, it's just something we look forward to, you know, it's, it's joy, like, you know, kind of getting that feeling of pre, I don't need it anymore. And I can kind of see that I don't absolutely need it and I won't die without it. And I think that's important to see, but it is something I truly do enjoy, you know, even for these podcasts, having one, uh, I feel like my energy is probably about 30 times better than it was last week. Um, and not that I like to crutch on it, but you know, for me, it is a really nice little highlight of my day. It's something I enjoy. I cut it off, you know, 12 PM is usually the last time I'll have it. Um, I guess I had it a little bit past today. It's about 1230. Um, but you know, once again, it's just something that has been good for me, but these are why you just got to analyze everything. See your current situation. We had people reach out and say, Hey, I did a no caffeine challenge three years ago. And ever since, you know, I only have a cup or two a week. And I think that's awesome. And that's where everyone's so different. But you know, once again, it was a great challenge, definitely a few headaches, but I even found that, you know, I could intrinsically motivate and finish my workouts. And it's not like my workout success was dependent on this caffeine. I just think it's a nice aid. And I've never fully thought that, but I did what I had to do. And it was a good challenge. Yeah, even like today, I just had the worst sleep ever. Just it, it just happened. Woke up like randomly so many times, and knowing that I was able to, you know, wake up and have that coffee ready, and just push through, like, and still have energy to work out, and still, um, and still film this awesome podcast. Like, it's just really cool because had I not had access to that, you know, and what I said to myself was like, I want to try using it only on the days where like. I feel like I need it. You know, I have a bad sleep. I have a killer workout. Like not like I think my biggest issue is that I would need pre-workout every single workout. Like if I didn't have it before a run or a workout, I, I 
I just, I didn't think I could do it. So now being able to feel like, hey, only on the really heavy days or only like on the days where I don't have the greatest sleep, I'll have coffee. Like I feel like I have that power now, which is a pretty fulfilling feeling knowing that you have control over something uh, that you you didn't before. So that's that's all I wanted to accomplish and I feel really good about it. So yeah, that was just something we wanted to share an update of because that was pretty big and scary. But you know, I've actually been doing, uh, well, I'm gonna make it a point to do a weekly challenge every single week. So I think it could be fun to start sharing what that weekly challenge is on this podcast so you can go ahead and partake as well. So I think that'd be a fun little addition here. So we'll experiment with that because you know we want everyone to be actively involved. Um, I guess probably even for us, it'd be a very good idea to maybe get started on a group for the podcast or something like that where we can actually engage with the community and be active more actively involved um so be on the lookout for that uh you know that eventually will be up we'll call it just fit healthy happy podcast you'll see a group actually if you search it now it'll be up there i'll get that done so if you want to join a group for the podcast uh that'll be done fit healthy happy podcast search on facebook um and you'll you'll see us there and that way you can keep up to date with all the episodes all the challenges and just the community of it there because i think that'll be a lot of fun um but for this week's weekly challenge i encourage everyone to do the limber 11 mobile protocol now you're probably like what the heck is that how do i find out what that is it's going to be linked in the show notes so go ahead and do that um you know list it out it's 11 techniques for better mobility better movement and it's very well rounded you're getting a lot of spine movement you're getting a lot of hip mobility and you're getting you know movement patterns mixed with stretches mixed with mobility it's just it's amazing got mobility stability movement everything you need in there and it's a really great uh kind of challenge so i've been doing that now and it's starting monday so you know after you listen to this or whenever you do for seven days i want you to challenge yourself to get this in every day even when it's inconvenient uh, and let's see how you feel if you're moving better doing better and then we're gonna have a weekly challenge for you every week that you can partake along for free yeah man I, i've been doing it and uh you know it's it's one of those things where sometimes i'm like oh i have to do it but my hips feel so much better and uh just you know definitely don't you know miss out on this it's really cool and uh just enjoy and let us know how you feel after and we'll also link that facebook group uh in the show notes too so you can actually join that definitely join that uh you know we'll do some giveaways in there give away some free stuff uh, you know work on these challenges you can interact with us because no one can really comment you know it'll even be really cool to get feedback from everyone so that'll be a big step up you know it's all about growth right now myself and kyle we got a lot of momentum a lot of change uh you know kind of trying to you know, really push out of our, you know, we're starting to feel like big fish in a small pond and we're ready to feel like small fish again. And we're doing a lot of things, you know, personally right now and in terms of our business and our resources, our knowledge, all these things to just grow aggressively and really challenge ourselves. And, you know, it's something we're really excited to do and share with everyone, every listener as we do that. So some big things coming up. Uh, that's kind of my talk. Let's get into quotes, kind of doing it backwards, but that's all right. What's your quote? My quote is, uh, you don't have to be great to start, but you have to start to be great. So this one's simple. You know, I just, I thought it was cool. Um, I actually don't even, I think it was by Zig Ziglar, if if I'm correct. I was just like, you know what? No matter what it is, whether it's these challenges, whether it's your journey, whether it's just, any path you want to be on, you know, I think a lot of times we procrastinate, we think, we think it's like, you know, too far out of our reach, we can't accomplish it, you know, if you want to do a powerlifting meet or hit some PRs, you know, just in order to actually be great, you just got to start, you know, you just got to start running, you just got to just do whatever it is that you want to accomplish, you know, you're never going to get there, you're never going to be great without starting. So it's simple, you know, think about it. And uh, that's my quote for the week. 
That's an awesome quote. Uh, my quote uh, is, it's a slow process, but quitting won't speed it up. And, you know, once again, it sucks to hear it's not sexy, but, you know, good, sustainable, you know, really positive fitness change is not quick. You know, it takes time. You'll see changes. You definitely will. And in the grand scope of life, it's very quick. But so many people, you know, they, they jump on a workout program, they eat right for a week, they look in the mirror and they're like, okay, I look a little different, but where are my abs? And then they go, screw it, I'm quitting. Uh, but <laughs> quitting, you know, just pulls you back further. And it amazes me all the time. You know, people go, oh, I worked so hard and I didn't see the results. Like, I don't know if this is for me. I'm like, what the heck are you saying? Like, you're seeing results, but you're just not, you know, instantly changed. So you're just going to quit and never get what you want, right? Like, it's, it is a slow process. It's a grind. It's a constant battle. Like, I'm constantly trying to evolve and do better and learn and grow. And, you know, that's kind of the fun of it, right? And, you know, the fact that you're always hungry, never satisfied is kind of the challenge. And when you learn to embrace that and just do what you got to do day by day to really get there, it goes such a long way. I love that quote, and I just wanted to, uh, instead of adding on to that, I just want to say something. So as we're sitting here, I get an invite on Facebook to the Fit, Healthy, and Happy podcast group from Josh. So as we're sitting here, he's immediately taking action. He's doing exactly what he said he would. He's not putting it off. And I think this just goes a long way to like let you guys realize Hey, like, and it, I guess he did it while I was talking, but it's just so cool because I'm like, man, there's a lot of things that people want to do, whether it's, you know, talk to a girl, talk to a guy, you know, just start some random thing that they never thought they'd be able to do. And like, even, you know, starting this group, it's, it's work, you know, it's like, it's one of those things where it's like, you just, you just got to do it. You know, he said he was going to do it. He did it literally within two seconds. And, uh, it's just one of those things. I think it's a life lesson. A lot of us can do better at. I can definitely do better at. And uh, I just thought that was pretty cool to share with you guys. Yeah, it's something I've been trying. To, I'm definitely not the greatest, but I mean, you know, when I say I do something, uh, you know, I really do want to take action. Especially all the listeners. You know, if you're you're saying you want to, you know, you want to build a bunch of muscle, or you want to lose some weight, or you want to you want to hire be the coach? fittest parent. You know, yeah, you gotta you gotta be honest with yourself and do that too. And you know, things will happen. It'll be scary. That are hard. Barriers are gonna come up. But you just need to be resilient. You know and not you know when you get down get back up keep pushing and yeah that's my little uh, mojo talk i love it man um so i guess client shout out we are just shouting out everyone that has completed the 60 day challenge honestly oh. like it's been a freaking tremendous 60 days everyone crushed it in this group we have 100 total people in there and it just it feels like there's a thousand people i just i'm so happy the community's great you know everyone's sad that it's coming to an end we'll still make something happen but it just, I, I'm so happy with how it turned out. I did great. I was really happy with it. And just uh, above all, it just makes me so happy to see hear all the, the wins that everyone had. And just a huge shout out if you participated, even if you didn't sign up and you're doing stuff on in the back end, man, shout out to every single one of you. Yeah, that honestly, we're so proud of everyone. That was incredible. I think a lot of people took a jump and, you know, we're actually before we do jump into it Kyle's just going to read you know a few of the successes I made a post saying hey you know after these 60 days like what what are your successes what are what really changed for you what are you feeling and I think sharing some of these things is amazing because a lot of these people said you know these are things I never thought I could do or I always thought I couldn't challenge this and I had this result but instead of rambling I'll let Kyle jump into a few of them yeah Phoebe said uh you know being able to uh, reach my strength goals of 100% body weight squat and deadlift I've been able to push myself more in the workouts instead of letting myself tap out early, um, which is helping me in day-to-day -day tasks as well, keeping me from being lazy. That is, that's huge. Like we don't even need to expand on that. That's amazing. Um, Holly said, sticking to the program has helped me not overtrain. I've learned to be patient with my body and, pro and, and progress. 
absolutely huge once again. Um, Shay said, no alcohol, but I've done it before. I've logged my food every day for the entirety of the challenge and will continue after. You were right. It does get easier. And my water consumption has been on point. Um, which is amazing as well. Delara said that learning her body can go that extra mile despite feeling like she can't. She's pushed her body further than ever. For the first time, she was able to drop down a pant size despite her weight staying the same. She's learned that um, I truly don't drink enough water and half of my empty eating can be solved with water. Um, Just, I mean, there's so many of these. There's about 40 posts right now, or sorry, about 30 right now. And it's just a huge shout out to you. If you wrote to us, if you did the challenge, it's, it's amazing. And, uh, you know, be on the lookout for the next one. Cause we actually do intend on doing another one soon. Um, everyone got great results. Everyone crushed it. And, uh, it's just, it makes us happy. That's why we do what we do. You know, we don't just start these challenges to make money or anything. Like we, we honestly don't at all. Uh, we just want to help people out and, and have a community where everyone does succeed. Yeah, we just love, you know, the more mechanisms we have to help people succeed. It started with YouTube. We have almost 20 million views there where we've really helped people with their form, you know, become fitter, healthier, happier, you know, gain muscle, especially, you know, especially with that demographic was all about stacking on that lean muscle and being your best self. And then, you know, here we wanted to even push that a little past fitness. You know, that's why we have those other components of happiness, sustainability, realism, like all these things just go such a long way. So, yeah. And also just shout out to everyone who listens and, you know, tunes into these episodes. It means the world you know it really means the world too hearing that people are implementing what we're saying and you know really just taking action with it and living a better life because of it because i love getting messages you know we've got some really you know heartfelt messages about how we've helped change people's lives and it really goes a long way because you know me and kyle kind of film these we're like all right sick episode back to work you know and then it's hard we don't hear much but you know especially as this has grown as much as it has it's just great to know we've been able to reach out and help so many amazing people because you know one thing i've always believed is that everyone deserves you know to be fit healthy and happy and you know without it sounding corny i truly believe that i think it's sad when someone doesn't have that because you know in my mind i have all the tools to get everyone there um you know i know how to overcome all the obstacles and for some people it's just hard to realize that when you're focusing on a hundred other things but everyone truly does deserve that so if we can do our, our part in helping people see that and get at it you know it just means the world I love it, man. So I guess uh, into the questions. Let's jump into it. What's the first one? First question. uh, Do you lower deadlifts down or kind of drop them? And if so, is it different for maxes or different sets? I definitely throw it down every single time. I want every person in the gym to hear that I'm deadlifting and I literally throw it down. Just send it, eh? No, I'm just kidding. Um... That's a good question. I mean, I I definitely know there's people that do that. Um, I think, you know, I think one of the most important things is just actually being able to control the weight on the way down. I think, you know, the eccentric is a big portion of the deadlift. Um, Obviously, if it's a max rep, that's a completely different thing. If you're going for higher than ever, there's been times in the gym where um, I'm just, I'm doing 103% of my max, like, and I just, I can't control it down. Like it's out of my comfort zone. It's out of my control. But I think one of the best things you can do with heavy load, that's like, you know, 70 to 90 to 95% is just being able to control it on the way down. You know, uh, I think there's some people who set it down a little too lightly at the end of the day. It's a deadlift. I don't think you should be afraid to make noise depending on your, your gym. Um, but, you know, I think we just do it kind of within, within control, but like without treating it like a library, if that makes sense. Uh, would you agree with that? Yeah, I'm, I'm not a fan of dropping. I, yeah, we definitely. used to. We used to be really ridiculous yeah. about it. And I think everyone starts somewhere. Um, but like I, I get a good chuckle when, you know, I come to the gym and I just see dudes, you know, ah, boom. And like, you know, yeah. and I'm kind of like, oh. 
do we need it? If someone's pulling 700 pounds, you, you do you honestly, like, you know, if you're absolutely like maxing out and killing it, I think that's a different story. And, you know, I think more than anything, it's better just not to judge people. I try not to, because the truth is you don't know if someone just hit a lifetime PR that they've, you know, worked forever for, or they've overcome a surgery to hit this PR or, you know, who knows what the heck else, right? Like, uh, so it's kind of hard to just go out and judge people. And I've learned it's very specific, but as a good rule of thumb, you know, you shouldn't lift like you're in a library. And I know a lot of gyms really say, oh, if you can't control the weight, you can't lift it. But you have to understand a deadlift, the whole motion is to lift it up and then safely control it down. So I like to follow the parameters of a powerlifting competition. The rules are you can let it come down as quick as you want. You know, you can kind of send it that way, um, but you shouldn't be killing it, right? Like what they mean is you need to have control. Your hands need to stay on the bar. It shouldn't bounce like crazy. You know, it should come down with control. You should have your hands on it and that's good. Of course, it's going to make a little bit of noise. It's going to be a little annoying. You know, not every Everyone's going to love that. Um, but if you truly are lifting heavy and challenging yourself, that is going to happen somewhat. And, you know, people come to me sometimes and, you know, hey, man, can you use mats and stuff? And I'm like, oh, you know, like not not so much. Like it, it's kind of tough when you're trying to do it at a very elite level. And that's where it can get a little kind of confusing. But the good news is, you know, if you're someone who wants to really push it and do it at an elite level and your gym's giving you a hard time, just find a gym that, you know, really uh, embraces that, that has good deadlift platforms, has good equipment available, and will really help you grow. Um, it's going to be harder if you're trying to do it in Planet Fitness, but it's a really good question. And I guess to add on to that question, you know, a good question that I get all the time is, hey, I love deadlifting, but it really cuts up my uh, shins and my quads. Am I doing something wrong? And the simple answer is most of the time, no. Um, one of the most common mistakes I'll see is people are too scared to put it down. So by doing it too slow, sometimes you can de-optimize the movement pattern of just letting the weight come down naturally. Your body knows how to get out of the way. You're smart. You don't want to hurt yourself. But when you do it slow, I find a lot of people sit back and they scrape it down their quads and it really looks uncomfortable. And I feel for those people. So sometimes letting it find its form and come down is the best bet. Now, the thing to understand too with the deadlift, the squat and the bench, uh, look at me and Kyle, very different heights, very very different weights, very different builds, bunch of things, right? Um, you know, when he deadlifts 135 and I deadlift 135, is the are the plates in the bar in different positions? No, they're the same, right? Why is that? Because someone decided it to be. Someone said a plate is this big, a bar is this long, go at it, right? And it's going to be completely different, his, his leverages versus mine. Some people are going to have more optimized biomechanics for powerlifting, some for strength, some for muscular development. We all get different cards, right? And unfortunately with the deadlift, you know, some people, especially if they have very certain femur lakes or, you know, their shins are only so long, they will get a lot of cutting and bruising and it sucks, um, but it is very hard to circumvent for some people. You know, your best bet, you know, wear some thicker shorts, you know, you can put baby powder on your quads if it's a serious issue there. And then for the shins, I really do de recommend deadlift soft if you are getting a lot of ripping and tearing there because you know that's not fun that can take a lot of the fun out of the lift yeah great answer man i love it i just popped off it's good that's a great question because i really have been asked that a lot uh so i'm very really happy that was asked what's next this is a really fun one as well you know we love the fun ones that are like not too technical but also we feel like you guys can benefit from we love every question but you know fun ones are more fun um what's your favorite new exercise you overlooked in the past or have or or didn't do before so i guess what they're trying to say is like you know you never really did this but you just started and you're absolutely loving it um i mean i, I have my answer here because i i read the question so i'm going to jump into it first and then i'm sure josh may have a different answer i'm gonna have to go with the um the bottoms up kettlebell press 
Um, you know, I honestly had not done this probably up until quite a few months ago, and I just really, really love it for uh, just overall shoulder stability and uh, even just some strength. I think it's just such a great movement that I think a lot of people can't do you know i won't use anything crazy like 30 to 40 pounds uh for the kettlebell just holding it basically upside down it's just so good for helping you you know uh, build strength in your rotator cuff um teach you just like different grips you know you're involving your wrist your forearms um you know you're strengthening all the muscles around the elbows the shoulder joints it's just really really good they're very joint friendly you know you can build more tension with a lighter load as well so it's like literally if you feel the difference between like an ohp that's like 200 pounds or like a or a heavy 40 like uh, or what seems to be heavy 40 pound kettlebell i feel like it'll give you that same effect and uh i just think it's a cool challenge like just being able to say hey you know try this to your buddy and they can't do it and uh, i've been doing it basically religiously every single week and i just it feels really good you know in the shoulders the shoulder um the forearms the core um it's a really good exercise that i've been enjoying a lot yeah that's awesome that's one i've also enjoyed i think i mentioned that i've enjoyed that too sweet uh, because it's great um, but I have a new one and I, the thing I always say too, you know, I'm very knowledgeable. I've worked with hundreds of people, you know, I feel like I do know a lot, but you know, the one thing I've learned in life is the more you learn, the less you realize, you know, I could be wrong with the exact insect, but I think one guy, um, devoted in his entire life to studying the fly and, you know, near the end of his life, he said he, you know, he really, one of his biggest regrets was having too broad of a scope of research yeah. because he said, maybe if I spent the time just on the wing of the fly or the eye of the fly. I would have been more productive because it's that complex, right? And that's a fly for goodness sake, right? Like fitness covers all kinds of people, things, movements, you know, exercises. It's really limitless. So the more I learn, the more I realize there is to learn. And, you know, but it's funny because I'll get in patterns where I kind of feel like I have everything down. And then, you know, just recently Kyle was looking up, you know, top rated ab exercises. I don't know how you find it either. I need you to send me that link because yeah. I can't find it anymore. But um, we'll put that in the show notes too if you can make a note for that. Bodybuilding.com has a really good thing where they have all the exercises per body part um, that they recommend and then they have a community rating. So you can rate what it is out of 10. So it's a really good way to kind of filter out what most people get the best engagement and contractions from. I think it's really, really cool. Um, and Kyle was just looking at oblique exercise because we we're trying to get some thought cues for what to film. Um, and, and what's the name of it? Do you know the one I've been doing? The Yeah, so this one is for the uh, obliques. obliques. I have it right here, bodybuilding.com slash exercises, but I'll uh, I'll toss it in the um I'll toss it in the notes as well. It's a great resource. So let me see, let me see. Um here, I'll find the name while you just Well, while he finds it, basically you're landmine pressing. So you're just putting that barbell like you would a T-bar row. You're putting in one of those attachments. You're just putting in the ground. Um, and essentially, you're just going to stand up tall. You're going to lift it over your head. You know, you're just going to have your hands one in front of the other. Once again, not easiest to do. And that's why joining this Facebook group will be good because I think when we post an episode, we'll share it. And we'll share it with the show notes there. So you can actually just click links. Uh, so if you're a very devout listener, like I know there's a lot, this will be a great mechanism to really kind of build off that and actually implement more of these things. You know, we'll be holding you accountable. Hey, you're the weekly challenges like all these amazing things so this will be a really great uh kind of component um but yeah and you're going to twist you know and they're kind of like windshield wipers where you're actually just rotating through your obliques and they're actually a crazy good burn like i've loved it i've just started implementing it using more weight and it's definitely one of the best oblique contractions ever and you know very naturally i have very you know dominant obliques where they pop out but i feel like this is going to have me my abs looking insane yeah it's just called a landmine twist beautiful simple that's the thing too you know exercise have a million different names like you know you might call something one thing i'll call it another and it it never ends that's one thing i've learned too is like just it's crazy how many names there are for these exercises 
Yeah. So uh, another great question I was asked in a check-in um, from one of my clients this past weekend is, he's like, hey, like I, I basically work in a factory and it's just, you know, uh, I'm just working crazy hours. I, I'm not able to snack as much as I'd like or, or at least have a full meal. You know, microwave situation's tough. What are some of your favorite snacks um, for hard gainers, especially this guy, you know, 130 pounds, he would like to get to 150 to 160. He's going to have to be eating a lot. Like, you know, I have him eating just over 2000 calories to start. I know for a fact, we're going to have to get him up above 3000, like near the end. So um, basically he had asked this question. I had a few answers, but I, I just looked into our, our videos or our podcast and I realized we hadn't really done a whole lot on hard gainers. You know, lately we've been doing a lot on dieting and I realized that we've been getting quite a few inquiries about people who are like, hey, I'm struggling to put on weight. Like, what are some of your tips? So maybe this could be a good uh, title for our, our episode and we can kind of go off on this. But, you know, um, one of my personal favorites, I'm sure Josh has a ton, um, is just like peanuts and walnuts and, and any type of like um, nuts. And the reason, you know, I say this is because they're, you know, okay source of protein you know i think a big mistake is a lot of people look at nuts as as a source of protein but it's more for the fats but they're just like very easy to like grab handfuls have like three four five hundred calories worth i think one of the other biggest mistakes is a lot of times people um are trying to diet and they say they have nuts like they're just eating like cashews walnuts and then it ends up being so many calories like there's such a good macro hack and it's personally one of my favorites um i love protein bars as well just as an easy way to get like a, a bunch of uh, protein in um you know some carbs some fats you know you can choose the ones that are on the higher calorie range you know you can make sure you're not neglecting your protein and just a very easy snack um to be kind of bringing along but uh, did you want to add some uh, some of your favorite hacks here uh, i loved yours um yeah I mean, like, I, we have a list. We have a couple of videos here. Like, um, like pasta is huge. That's like a really good one. I remember you used to just always have spaghetti, right? Like every single night, you just have like a massive plate of spaghetti. Yeah, and once again, this is, a, this is where it gets tough. You know, people always ask me for specific foods, and yeah. the the best answer is the foods that you know you're actually going to be able to buy, prepare, and eat the most uh, that you enjoy the most, and especially with hard gainers, right? If you're someone who you're probably a hard gainer because you don't like eating food as much as you think you do, or you're insanely active, you need to really find foods that are going to be optimal for you and your journey, um, and that's a very not necessarily the easiest thing to do, but you just need to really kind of look inward, you know, kind of compare, and if you are looking for some tips. Once again, I know I'm linking out outward a lot here, but uh, we really do have some great options uh, on YouTube that we have shared. You know, we've made some great videos where we go in grocery stores. It's super duper awkward because me and Kyle are running around there with, you know, camera filming food, but, you know, giving some suggestions for hard gainers because I know it can be very tough for some people. Yeah. Like you just have to also kind of choose like bang for your buck. Like, you know, when you're dieting, like, you know, the whole chicken, rice, veggie thing is tremendous in terms of value but when you're like actually a true hard gainer like it's potentially one of the you know uh, hardest things to, to to kind of consume you know like um, we have a list here just uh, different things you know eggs I think are honestly tremendous like if you start your day with like a nice big like omelet and stuff like that and fill it in I truly believe that also we always talk about oatmeal and, and smoothies, they're the greatest cutting tool, but they're also the greatest bulking tool. And the reason is because you can literally make it what you want. Like you can start with a smoothie that's 300 calories or you can make it 1200 calories and, and still feel like great for the rest of the day. Same with oatmeal, the exact same thing, but definitely we'll link out. Like we have an amazing episode now that I'm looking at it. It's uh it's a 10 minute episode that gives you so many different tips on, um, on, on bulking made easy, you know, talk about like how, how to snack smart, you know, talk about how vegetable oil is like a good ad for 
for quick calories. I know Josh used to love doing that or our buddy Liam used to do that. You know, talk about having a nice big breakfast. You guys will enjoy that episode for sure. Yeah, and once again, join the group because it'll yeah. be a lot easier to link out. And I think this will be a great mechanism to actually have more, you know, community involvement to actually show resources better, have more success. And, you know, we're always challenging ourselves to say, hey, how can we help people succeed more? And this is definitely going to be uh, one of the answers right now. I love it. Um, so let's see, what else do we have here? What about this personal trainer question? Okay. Um, I mean, thumbs over the bar or, uh, thumbs over the bar or around the bar during a pull up, or does it even matter? I I don't know if I've ever even thought of this. This is a, yeah, I mean, this, this made me think like the one thing you definitely don't want to do in my opinion is, uh, when you're benching, you know, go thumbless grip, uh, because, Anything, anytime something's over your face, um, if you're thumbless grip, right, and you just let that drop down, it's over, right? You, I've seen some horrible videos of people like breaking their sternums or having it land on their neck. Like, theoretically, it could kill you. So, if you're doing that, definitely stop. I know it's kind of more comfortable, but you know, it can fall, right? So, make sure your thumb wraps around that bar. Yeah. Uh, but for like a chin up or a pull up, I mean, I just go thumbless there because I slip what I'll fall down to my feet you know it's really just what comes down to what's being comfortable there there's not yeah. as much of a safety measure you know for overhead pressing movements on machines a lot of time I'll go thumbless because I find it just mirrors a more natural press um, and you don't really need to grip because you have gravity doing that assist for you um, so yeah once again like I wouldn't worry about that too much there I would look at you know the other factors a little bit more uh, in front of that yeah I say like just whatever gives you the best grip and whatever feels the best is uh you know, usually the best thing to, uh, to kind of do. So, um, one last question, this one looks very intriguing, so I'm going to read it out loud and then, uh, I think we'll jump off here. But, uh, the question is, Hey guys, I'm a fitness instructor and personal trainer. This question will refer to both me and my clients. So she trains some coworkers and she does an hour of spin a couple times a week. Um, it's what I was taught before the virus hit. Now the job is physical and tiring. They don't leave till late at night. So waking up in the morning on four hours of sleep to work out is tough. When the body is tired from work and you're feeling some aches and pains, it's easy to wake up and doze right off again. Yes, I definitely could imagine that, especially after four hours of sleep. Now, before the virus hit, I was working into the night, sleeping about three to four hours and waking up to go teach spin class. It was exhausting, but the fact that I had to be there got me out of bed. Now the rides are just bigger for me and I'm having trouble getting myself out of bed early. What would you suggest? Note, I do set multiple alarms, but doze uh, back off because I'm so tired. Oh, this one's tough, man. I mean, I, it's just up to you. In, yeah. in my opinion, like it, the, the sad truth is here's the thing, right? Like, oh, I'm trying to think of a good analogy. Okay. I'm not, I'm not going to hit you with a good analogy, but if you're setting multiple alarms, you're, you know, you're failing, right? Like that's basically what you're saying is you're not going to get up. You're allowing yourself not to get up and you're allowing yourself to fail. Like sometimes if you really don't want to fail, you know, not that it's a great mechanism at all in action, but like, you know, parents that are like, Hey, you want to learn to swim? Here you go. And they throw you in the water. I'm not saying do that. Cause I think that'd be pretty traumatizing. Uh, but sometimes you gotta be real with yourself. If you need to be up, um, and you want to be up, right. Set that one alarm and be like, okay, I got this one alarm. I better get out of bed past that. Make it. So you have to get out of bed. Don't leave the phone near your bed, put it far away. So you're gonna have to get out of bed, walk over and get it. And then usually when you're up, it's a little bit easier, right? So literally inconvenience yourself uh, so you can generate results. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, this one's uh, this one's definitely tough. Like, I guess it also, I'm trying to see because, like, you know, if, if they're not sleeping, like, I, I think this thing is saying they're not, like, sleeping a whole lot. Like, um, I think sleeping about three to four hours. Um, 
I just I Did for they me say why? Um, let's see, three to four hours waking up to go teach spin class. I just think it's a, it's a non non-negotiable. You gotta get to bed early then. Yeah, right? like, like it's a sad truth, like you know, and oh, but I don't have much time. Like at, at night is my time to watch. You know, a few hours. It's like a tough, right? Like or maybe you got to cut that spin class, right? Like it's tough, you know, and it, once again, being more harsh like this isn't easy, but it's something we've been trying to reel with too, like being honest with ourselves. Like, are we doing something, you know, negative now that's hurting us later? And if we are, we're like, okay, we got to cut that out kind of thing, you know, and it, it's just something that has taken time, but has been uh, really successful to us. And, you know, if you need to be up early, you need to be in bed early. That's just the, the harsh truth of it. Uh, it's not fun. And I know there's a million excuses as to why that's not feasible, um, but you're going to have to do what you can to make that, you know, feasible. Yeah. I used to have to always get up at 4:45 to, uh, you know, teach a class and then, you know, 4:30 to train clients and stuff. And, uh, I just kind of dropped it cause I realized that it just, it didn't make sense for me because then like other areas of my life were kind of being neglected. And, you know, then I had to get to bed at like eight and just, it, it, it didn't make sense for me. Um, but you know, I usually, I just, I try my best now to just keep it so consistent. Even like if I don't have a training client until like nine 30, mm, it's like huge the too. same day, it, like every single day for me now is, is 6am. It's like, no matter what it's 6am, whether I have to be somewhere at eight thirty or nine thirty or 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 7 30 it's just the same thing and i feel like if you're kind of going back and forth between each days your body's going to be confused your body it's just even today like uh was it today no a day recently i did not have to get up and i'm like you know what it's a non-negotiable my alarm is across the room once again it's an inconvenience and i'm just forcing myself no matter what i will get up i'm not going to lay back in bed i'm not going to just do this dance of like turning it off and hitting snooze and i just truly believe that like hitting that snooze button is one of the worst things you can you, you can possibly do for your day and just trying to reevaluate um you know what you need to do to be able to stop doing that and just you know go back to the drawing board is just uh, a very important thing to uh you know because at the end of the day you know you hit the snooze button and then you don't end up um having a proper healthy breakfast and then you end up going in a couple minutes late and and your clients or your people who are in the classes are you know kind of triggering you and then they have a really bad class and then everything just compounds uh and it ends up just being a very bad cycle so if you can just really get on top of this and just you know be military strict on yourself like literally i refuse you know like set a goal for the week to like get up at this exact time you know maybe starting with three times or five times or whatever it is and keeping it consistent even on weekends you will succeed with this and, one and something we've been focusing too is analyze you know be real like if it's something you got to cut out sometimes you got to cut it out like if you're not a morning person and you've tried everything and you firmly believe that's not successful for you maybe that class needs to be canceled and you got to switch to night classes and you know you might take a hit but if it helps you live a better life and you're happier because of it you know in my opinion you're doing the right move you know like that's why like we've spent a lot of time you know saying hey like where, where are we not being honest with ourselves, right? Like where do our, our goals and not meet our actions and things like that. And, you know, that really has just, I think that's been a game changer for me. Um, you know, just being honest with myself, what I'm capable of, what I want to do and, you know, how I'm going to do it, if that makes sense. And, you know, it's, once again, it's, it's tough, right? Because you get used to things or you don't want to let down or you don't want to acknowledge that change. And, you know, maybe I'm digging into it way more than I should. Well, it's a good um, question. Like even I've had a lot of like online clients recently, we've, you know, and this is what we do for coaches. Like we don't just say, uh, you know, um, and, and one of my clients, Dean, just left an amazing review um, for me. And he said he was kind of nervous signing up for coaching, thinking it was like, hey, here's like six killer workouts. Have fun. Talk to you in a week. Like, that is not at all like how it works. Like our goal is to streamline the process so we can figure out how to 
create success for you because you all know exactly what you need to do. We just have to figure out that game plan. So the reason I brought that up is because I've had a, you know, a few clients who said, I really just want to work out in the morning. Like I want to get it done. I want to, I want to do it before going into work. And we actually came to the conclusion that doing it before work probably wasn't the best for their situation. You know, this one lady was telling me she loves spending one to two hours doing her planting in the morning. She loves waking up and just doing her, her situ, uh, her coffee and just chilling and, and nighttime. It's so much easier. But then she was setting a goal every single week to just do the workout before, but then constantly failing. I'm like, well, why don't we just switch it around a bit? You're doing really well with the evening one. Like at the end of the day, if you have the time, like it doesn't have to be in the morning. So sometimes just evaluating your situation or as a coach here, my goal is to help you evaluate your situation and figure out what's going to set you up for the most success and, you know, not leave you feeling like a failure. You know, if, if at the end of the day you got all your workouts in, but it was in the morning, like it, it doesn't matter. Like, you know, just as long as you're doing it, that's what really matters. Yeah. Sometimes so. when something's not working, you got to call a spade a spade, right? And just be real with yourself and, you know, just staying in a situation that's negative isn't a good move if it's just going to end up hurting you more. Uh, so, you know, being real is just such a powerful thing, you know, it really is. So something to really keep in mind but yeah i mean this was a great episode as yeah. always we've loved hanging out you know i think there's definitely some amazing tips being dropped in here and uh yeah you know once again that's how we roll mondays you got anything to add there did we did we announce what we said we were going to do for the monday no we didn't actually you got to let them know about that amazing opportunity okay so you know what, what we're going to do is um we're going to spend the entire day um and, and if we have to carry over into the next day, if you're listening to this on the same day, that tells us a couple of things. You're, you know, just fantastic. You're amazing. You know, you jump on these episodes quick. So maybe it'll even give you some that's more incentive I want to talk to. Exactly. Like that's who we want to talk to. Not someone who's coming in here as much as we love you. You know, one week later, you know, we want to help every single one of you out. So what we sat down and figured out was um, what we what did we say? We said we would just um you know, evaluate their situation and give them advice through a video, probably. Yep. We'll, okay. we'll talk with you, you know, we're, we're going to spend some time. Yeah. Only. So just send us info with your situation. You know, we're all we want to do is help you evaluate it. You know, let us know. You're going to have to be very uh, descriptive. You can do this over our website, colossusfitness.com slash online coaching. Just let us know where you're at. We'll kind of try to set up a game plan for you. If you're saying, hey, you know, I'm just struggling. I have 30 pounds to lose, but it's not coming off. Like whatever it is, like you have to be specific. You know, don't just write us and say, I need to lose 10 pounds. Like we won't answer you, but let us know where you're at. And, uh, and, and we will just, we're going to try to, you know, bring it from the bottom down and try to help you out with your lifestyle, help you out with your, um, your journey and just figure out like where you could be doing better. Just absolutely free, set up a good, um, game plan for all of you. And, uh, once again, we just want to give back to every person, especially if you're listening to this, you're 40 plus minutes in probably to this episode. Like we, we want to help you out. And even if we get a hundred emails, that's fine. We'll take the time. You know, we, we, we dedicate that time and we want to help you out. So just let us know what it is. We'll send you what we can, you know, what we think you should be doing and, uh, and go from there. Right. That's it. Yeah. So we look forward to doing that. Uh, how can they get started with that? Yeah. Just, uh, www.colossusfitness.com slash uh, online coaching you can just fill out a little thing let us know we can uh, we can help you out there um, and then you can also do Instagram if it's a lot easier I know everyone loves using Instagram which is you know understandable um, just head to Colossus fit uh, you'll either hear from Josh or myself we, you, we, we just we just want to set you up for success and uh, you know we'll we look forward to hearing from you and seeing what we can do to help you out and as always, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. We really hope we could bring enough value to help you all become fitter, healthier, and happier within your fitness journey and lifestyle.
And if you could, we have an amazing goal right now of 200 reviews on iTunes so more people can discover this show. And it would mean the world if you could take some time to leave us a five-star review on iTunes. You can do that by going ahead to the App Store and downloading the podcasting app, searching Fit Healthy and Happy Podcast, clicking five stars, doing a short little write-up. And for doing that, we actually want to get some free gifts sent out to you. So in order to claim those gifts, leave that review, take a screenshot, post it to your story, and tag our Instagram at ClossusFit. C-O-L-O-S-S-U-S-F-I-T. And for being an amazing person and helping us, you know, get to this goal and sticking around during this podcast, we're going to get some absolutely 100% free stuff sent out to you. Thank you so much for listening. See you in the next episode.